Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Hello, lovely listeners. Another episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. Today we have Rhiannon and Nicole, and again, my co-host, my brother Henry. How are you two doing? Hello. Good. Doing good, doing good. Yeah. And doing awesome. Today, we are doing the movie The Evil Dead from 1981. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to let you start it off. Let you guys start it off. Whoever wants to go first, just, hey, what do you think of this movie? Henry, I'll go, I'll go with you because you got to get off sooner. Yeah, um, I liked it. I, I didn't see it until maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, obviously I didn't see it, you know, when I was younger, but um, I really enjoyed it. You know, the uh, the practical effects, the humor in it. You know, Bruce Campbell is, he's the man. You know, he's got that massive chin. <laughs> so you got you to respect that. Yep. And, uh, you know, it just... It was, you know, uh, you know how I feel about the practical effects. Yeah. So, you know, I'm all on board for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you can, uh, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Rhiannon. Rhiannon. There we go. All right. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> all right. Um, so this has just always been one of my favorite horror films. It's, shit, I've been watching it for God, years. I think the first time I saw it, I want to say I was like 11 or 12. And then me and my best friend, who we do a horror show on YouTube, that was one of our first films that we basically did a review on. Um, Again, you know, like how you were saying the effects, the effects, I think, for what they had back then were awesome. And then 
and then like the story behind how they did it, they did a lot with little. Wow. And so it's yeah. And Bruce yeah, did, didn't it start? Yeah, didn't it start as a short story? Um, yeah, so I guess, so Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi grew up together and so they wanted to write a horror film. And so it did, like you said, it started out as a short and then, um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was like pressuring them to turn, you know, to do a full feature. And then that's what he did. And so, I mean, the cast and, um, like the producers and stuff was all friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, um, met Sam a couple times. He was at um, a couple of the Scaricons we went to, and his, his his tables were always always had a lot of lines. So like I never really got in line to meet him, but I would see him in passing. You know, hey, what's going on? Oh, that's so cool. Really nice guy. Yeah, I'd love to meet him, but I yeah. really want to meet Bruce Campbell. <laughs> you know, so do I. Um, he's hosting a trivia night on Halloween here in Denver, um, but I'll be working. Cool. I'm from Denver. That's funny. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not there now, but I'm from there. <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, he'll, he'll be at the Ogden. Oh man. In, in on a, on Halloween or just in October? On Halloween. Oh shit. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah cool. So any of the listeners that are, you know, in the Denver area, he'll be there. It's called the last stand standing with Bruce Campbell. Obviously. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome, though. Hell, yeah. Well, I want to go. But, yeah. I mean, okay. I can always call out of work. <laughs> Shit, I might call out of work just to go. <laughs> yeah, it's priorities. <laughs> like, you know, and important. truth be told, I actually liked uh, Evil Dead 2 better than the first one. Uh, yeah. See, I liked Army of Dark. See, Evil Dead, I think, just because it was the original one, I like that one yeah. the best. But Evil Dead was great, but Army of Darkness was really good. Just, it was completely <laughs> different. It was so funny. It, it was it was fun, yeah. It was just so different. I'm going to have to... I, I don't think the series would have been as popular if someone else played Ashley. Oh, uh-uh. Definitely not. You know, he yeah, he's just like... You see him play this character on in the movies, and you think like he's like that in real life. And I just I feel like, you know, Ashley and, and Bruce are the same person. Mhm. Yeah. Me too. Well, and then like Ash versus Evil Dead, I like how you know now so much more is accepted. So it's like the blood and the gore and the effects are better. Oh. And the, thing, the things they oh, can yeah. say. It was. I loved it. I I, I kind of I lost interest after the second season. You did? Oh no! Yeah. Well, now it's canceled. It just it was two. <laughs> yeah. After what? Three seasons or four? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm super bummed. I'm gonna have to catch up on that. A couple of my friends were telling me I need to watch that. I was like, I will, I will. But I guess I really gotta yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah. If you if you like the the first three movies, you owe it to yourself to at least watch the first season. Mm-hmm. Right. And the second season and the third. <laughs> so watch it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it. You, just, you, you would think that he got his life together after the events of the third one, but not really. Yeah, he's still just as stupid. But that's what I liked about it, though. <laughs> yeah. He's all fucked up and he's a pervert and he's just, oh my gosh, he's so funny. <laughs> he lives in a trailer, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he like tried he tried to show off to the chick he met in the bar by reading the uh the Necronomicon. Uh huh. And then off. shit hit the fan. Yeah. Yep. Like I'm watching it, I'm like, don't no, no. <laughs> I know. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? What the hell are you doing? Yeah, it was. It, it, was, it has a good supporting cast. Mhm. You know, with uh, Kelly and um, Pedro. Uh, Pablo. 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 Yeah, but he calls him a different Spanish name like all the time. I know. And he always like says fucked up shit to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Aaron, you'll you'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll definitely have to check that out then. Definitely will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think they're all on Netflix. Um, I don't know if season three is, but I think one and two is. Okay. Oh, okay. But originally it was the stars or Showtime maybe. It was yeah, uh, stars. Okay. But yeah, uh, back to the movie, uh, Aaron. Yes. What's up? <laughs> yes, back to the movie. <laughs> But see, that's the thing, like, when you when, when we talk about, like, movies or shows that, you know, have so much, so many sequels and spinoffs and stuff, I mean, you can just trail off so easily. Oh. Mm-hmm. Every episode we do it. <laughs> every fun, every awesome. single episode. We'll even, yeah. But there's even been times where we'll talk about a movie that has absolutely nothing to do, no relation to the horror movie that we're discussing. <laughs> It'll just pop up. But it just, it keeps it going, it keeps it flowing, then we'll get back to the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that makes sense. It's a little freestyle yeah, like, podcast. Uh, the, when we were talking about uh, the last podcast uh, the, that just came out yesterday, and we're over talking about Jason Takes Manhattan, next thing you know, we're talking about beating up Corey Feldman. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember I'm actually that. friends with Corey Feldman, so I, so I was listening to that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> you see? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we would love to get... We, yeah, yeah. We're not fans of... Him, I mean, I like what he did in his movies, but I would love to get his autograph. I just don't like him because he killed Jason in part four. I don't know what his. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Henry's issue is with him. He's been telling me for years that it's personal. It's between him and him. It's between those two. It's none of my business. So I, I don't even ask him anymore. <laughs> oh man, gotta elaborate. <laughs> I, I it's. I, I don't even know honestly. <laughs> You're like I just hate him. <laughs> yeah, I mean I love the Goonies. Don't get me wrong, you know. And Lost Boys. Oh well, yeah, Goonies, the Frog Brothers. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but that, the Lost Boys that that could be a, a different podcast. I own, I only watched the first one. Me too. The other one I like started to watch it and it sucked, so I turned it off. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like a cash grab, so I didn't even bother. Yeah, I I wouldn't. It's not that good. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of cash grabs, are either one of you excited about the new Halloween movie coming out in, or in October? Yes. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, as soon as, you know, I was on the fence automatically, um, but as soon as Michael drops the teeth over the stall and the lady's going to the bathroom, oh, yeah. I, was, I was sold. That, that was, was awesome. like a full mouth of teeth. That was like 30 <laughs> teeth he just dropped. <laughs> Just ripped her whole grill out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, it would have been funnier if it was a pair of dentures. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been easier if it was a pair of dentures, though. Oh, yeah, you like, pop them yeah, out and drop yeah. them. Or, you know, take them out the glass. Pop, well, yeah. 
They use poly dent. Poly grip, I mean. Poly grip. Yeah, I'm real excited yeah. for that movie. I, I hope, because I actually want to go see that in theaters. I hope they don't mess I hope it's not one of those things you go see it and it's just a big disappointment. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it will be. Um, Danny McBride, mm-hmm. he's a comedian. I think the guy's hilarious. Uh-huh. So that's why I was on the fence about him uh, writing or directing. But apparently he's a big fan of the series and a big fan of horror. So, you know, when you get someone that loves the series directing a new movie for it, uh, you know, it, it, I think it, bet, the odds of it being good are better. Mm-hmm. So he probably good knows point. his shit, which good is point. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't realize he was the one that was directing it. Yeah, him and some other guy. So what is John yeah. Carp- what is Carpenter doing then? Just the score? Pretty I much. I believe so. Nothing. But don't quote me on that. I never do. You, you, know, you can look it up on Google. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Google. Yeah. Yeah. Henry, I could just you be know, making this whole thing up just to talk. You guys don't even know. You know we don't really <laughs> fact check too much on this podcast, Henry. We just say it. <laughs> People believe it. Yeah. They believe it. Let them let them Google it. Yeah, they can Google. Say, I assume he's part of it, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here and there, here and there, I'll do my little fact checks. Like, I'll say my little IMDB about a movie we're actually discussing, but everything else, hey, that's... Yep. Okay, so uh, back to the movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just remembered, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the first one or the second one. Um, no, it would be the second one, where... Um, uh, Freddy's glove is hanging in the shed where Ash gets the uh, chainsaw. Yeah. Hanging on the door. Yeah, because in Nightmare on Elm Street, Evil Dead was playing on Nancy's TV. Wow. Yep. I really need to see. I only seen the first Evil Dead, so I guess I got to watch all three of those and yes. the Netflix series. But that right yep. there, that right there, which you guys just told me, makes me want to watch part two. So thank you both for that information. You and I watched, <laughs> I didn't even notice it. Myself, um, I saw in a post somewhere in one of the, you know, the horror uh, pages there, and mm-hmm. uh, I looked it up. I'm like, oh yeah, there it is, in, in plain sight, hanging on the back of a door. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it's funny you miss it until you know that it's there. Then you're like, oh shit, I didn't see that ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, all, all things considered, you know, he's attaching a chainsaw to his hand, so you know, the background is a little. True. That's awesome. Yeah. See now, when I, I watch that. I'm going to be looking for, like, where the hell is this Freddy Glock? Oh, there it is. Yep. I, I'm, yep. I might even miss it, just because I'm too excited to try to see it. <laughs> You're like, where is it at? Just keep rewinding it. <laughs> These motherfuckers <laughs> lied to me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool that they did that. Um, did you know that this movie, uh, it, I guess it, you know, it, was, it wasn't too popular to begin with, but they showed it at the Cannes uh, Film Festival, and Stephen King really liked it. Really? And so he, okay. yeah. So he's who made a lot of people want to watch it because he loved it when he saw it. That's that's pretty awesome. And that's that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Now, did you but fact seen... did you fact check this, or is this just something that you just pulled out of the air? <laughs> this is actually fact checked. Nice. <laughs> so you don't have to Google it. <laughs> yeah, because in the second one, I mean, the budget obviously was much bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, because and it's like, why would they go back? Why would he go back to the cabin? Oh, my gosh, I know. That pissed me off. Yeah. Like, are you that fucking stupid? <laughs> but well, another yeah. thing with 
Well, with that, though, is so I guess with the first film, um, they didn't have the rights to their own film. So it was kind of it wasn't so much a sequel. I guess Bruce Campbell was saying it's a requel, which I don't know what the hell that is. But <laughs> it's they're yeah, trying to like because there's a lot of stuff from the first one in that uh-huh. one. Yeah, because I'm like, why the hell did he bring her back up there? Like, what the fuck is he doing? But it's they're trying to re kind of recap. The orig- I don't know. It's, it's confusing, but yeah, I still I still thought he was stupid. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? That's Ashley for you. Yep. Yeah. No kidding. It's like all of it was stupid. For one, why the hell would you go to a cabin like that? I'd be out of there. Fuck that shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it was the cheapest one they could afford. You know. <laughs> I guess, but that's that's not always a good thing though. Like I'm watching a movie. It's so, it's so, see. Okay, now I'm gonna let you know right ahead. We we always make race jokes on here, so it's, <laughs> I heard that last night. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as I so see like, something, white people stay. I'm like, I'm white and I wouldn't fucking stay. <laughs> yeah, well, like I I've known Aaron, Aaron and I we've known each other um what 25 26 years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, we we just we choke around. You know, we don't mm-hmm. don't take anything to heart. You know, I'll oh, never yeah. do. Nope. But anyway, <laughs> my black ex- instincts would have kicked in pretty fast. Just when I when they heard the noises in the basement, then they go down there and they read the book. You know, crazy shit starts happening. They go outside. The one girl gets pretty much raped by a tree, and she comes inside <laughs> and says, "I was attacked by a tree." Right there, I'm gonna if she's lying or not, I'm gonna believe her. And I'm leaving. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not taking any risks. I seen way too yeah. many horror movies and bye. Yeah. So you th- you think that uh, that tree like lost his job and all his endorsements and stuff from the allegations? No, because <laughs> it was more acceptable back in those days. It didn't get me too. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. And it it did yeah. you know you didn't know which tree it was either. <laughs> right, there was somebody <laughs> like the one tree gets blamed. And he didn't do it. Yep. And, you know, his wife, his wife, his bush leaves him, you know, and the saplings, you know. <laughs> he loses his job at the mill, starts yeah. drinking. Yep. Then he starts killing people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's Maybe that's why that tree did that to her, because he got blamed for it. So he's like, I might as well just do yeah, it now. Fuck it. Might as well. <laughs> right. Shit. Blame for it. Just do it. <laughs> Damn, Kevin. I know. But shit, it's like. I would never go in the cellar anyways. Like, Mm-mm. that is... Oh, my gosh. And, and then, um, not really off-topic, but, uh, there's a porn parody of the of the Evil Dead. <laughs> and there is a scene... Oh, man. The, the tree scene is in the parody. I'm just gonna put it that way. Gotcha. You can look it up on uh, xvideo.com. It's on there. What's if, the you know. What is... It's there. You always have some sort of information like that, Henry. I, I can always rely on you for something like that. Like, yo, where can I see something weird? I just gotta, I'll just ask you. You gotta be good for something, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, uh, where were we? Um, we were talking about the tree raping and oh, yeah, yeah. how we Sorry. would leave. Sorry, my- my microphone clicked out. Of- you there? Uh, please stand by. Yep. So, um, 
Henry, what would you, uh, what was I going to ask you? Hang on a second. They, I, so, like, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. So there's, there's, there's three initial movies, right? One, two, three. Uh-huh. Um, that line where he says groovy in part two, mm-hmm. when he gets the chainsaw, um, in Resident Evil 7, there's a part with the chainsaw and somebody's saying groovy. Nice. Nice. I was not ignoring yeah. you guys. My headphones or something was wigging out, so I was I couldn't hear anything you guys said. So now I just swapped out. So I'm like, I can't hear you. So <laughs> you're back. <laughs> oh no, I was, I was just talking about a, a Easter egg from a, from a video game. Was that was a reference to uh, Evil Dead Two? Oh, the groovy was. Yeah. Yeah. He said it. They say it in um, Resident Evil Seven. Did you see the remake of Evil Dead? Um, yes. Was there a lot of blood in that with well, a saw at the end? Somebody getting oh, sawed in half? Oh, so much blood. So much blood. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. Did it I was good. If you, not, you didn't like it? I liked it if you're not comparing it to the first one. No, no. It, it's independent. You know, it's its own story. Okay. You know, yeah. And, you know, um, I, I think they should have done... So instead of Ash, it was Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, Bruce Campbell should have been in it. I think it should have been at the very end. And I think he, he should have been a truck driver. And just show, you know what I mean? Like, just show him driving by or something, like on the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That something a little subtle. Yeah. He was, though. Did you see the very, very end after the credits? Yeah. But it didn't apply to the story at all. No, it didn't. He's just like groovy. 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 And so many people didn't even know who the hell he was in the theater. (laughs) I know, because they're all young. Yeah. They're like, okay. I'm trying to think if I seen that. No, I stayed for that. Did I see the remake? Hell yeah, you stayed for that. (laughs) Henry, did I see the remake of this? I feel like I did, but I don't remember. (sighs) Wasn't Shiloh Fernandez in it? Oh, I don't, I don't know uh, by anyone by name in that movie. I'm horrible with names. I even forget names. <laughs> All of I know is know. the opening scene was awesome. I don't remember it. It was in the basement. Well, no, it was in the woods. And this guy is chasing this girl, and then it cuts. He hits her in the head, knocks her out, and then it, it cuts to a scene in the basement. And this girl is uh, either tied or chained to a pillar in the basement, like a support beam. Mm-hmm. And, and the dad, and there's like a blind lady, you know, speaking some kind of nonsense, some kind of colored person language. And <laughs> he, he pours gasoline on her. And she's like, daddy, it's me, it's me, you know. And then uh, he gets ready to set her on fire and she's a deadite. And she's like, I'll eat your fucking soul or some shit like that. And then, um, he blows her head off with a shotgun. Okay, nice. yes, I remember that now. And then, yeah. So after that, I was sold. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was just, you know, I love the original Evil Dead, so I'm like, Bruce Campbell's not in it. That sucks. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, yeah. The effects were incredible. Yeah, and there, there wasn't too much CGI in it either. Mm-hmm. Oh, freaking CGI. And, uh... Yeah, and I, I don't know what kind of music you listen to, but um, there's a group called Mushroomhead. Mm-hmm. Um, they released an, uh, a video for 
off their latest album that came out like two fucking years ago, uh, maybe even three. Um, and it's it's a pretty much a shot by shot remake of the uh, the remake. It's awesome. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, the, the video doesn't apply to the song at all. Um, but I'll, I'll post it on the uh, horrors with Sturdy um, at some point tonight. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah are you right. on? Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you on Facebook? Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. I have a horror, I have a horror page on there, but you can feel free to post and share your horror-related oh, stuff I on there. Oh, I already on there. No, oh, just let me get on there. Instagram. It's called Horror with Sir Sturdy, and I, I have a horror page and I have a horror group, both with the same name. Okay. But let me find you. Definitely check that out, and then yeah, Henry, okay. he'll post whatever he says okay. he'll post. Joining and liking right now. <laughs> awesome. Greatly appreciate. Now we're friends, yay. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, um, so I was reading something where they were saying that this film is one of the largest cult films in history. Wow. I believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Considering that movie came out before I was alive, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm here, we're here talking about it today. That's, yeah. that's you true. You know, not a lot of movies, you know, can stand the test of time like that. Mm-mm. I feel like out of any genre of movies, I think horror definitely stands the test of time better than anything else. Because I feel with with horror, or I'll say like say comedy, for example, certain jokes kind of you know after a certain time they're not that funny anymore. But horror, it's yeah, just you like, can't remake comedies. Nah, but I mean, if no, you re- usually if you remake a horror movie or not, I'm saying it could stand the test of time. Like people talk about horror movies from the freaking fifties. Yeah, and they're yeah. still watching them. Or asking for a remake for him just so you know there's better technology for him and all that. You don't really hear that for any other genre of movie. Like, oh, they no. made this again. I don't want to no. see that shit. Yeah, so like you got a new Spawn that. movie coming out. Ugh. I, I seen. Uh, I like. I, I like the original one. Me too. I, I did. thought it was good. I watched it got, one one time, so I don't really remember a lot of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, in, it had a good soundtrack too. I haven't seen it in years. So I don't know how it stands up now, but I know every time when I watched it back in the day, I enjoyed it as well as the cartoon. But now they got Jamie Foxx playing Spawn. I don't know how I feel about that. He's a great actor, but I'm not going to judge yeah, until I see he, the movie. For me, he's he's a funny guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm used to seeing him in comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've seen him in serious roles. I didn't know he was the one playing Spawn. Yeah, I wish yep. they got uh, Michael Jai White again. I know he's older, but he can still, he can kick my ass still. Yeah. So he he should have uh, played. Yeah. There's, a, <laughs> there's a new Black Dynamite movie coming out. It's a Western. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch, I'm definitely going to watch that. Completely off topic. Yeah, this, is, this is how we get on these rants all the time. It never freaking fails. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but listen, um, my time is up. Unfortunately, I have to get going. All right. Well. Thanks for joining us, and I know you'll definitely be back on again. Absolutely. It was nice to talk to you and meet you. <laughs> Likewise. Um, I'll post that music video in a little bit. Sweet. Okay. Awesome. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think what else to ask about this movie. What? Okay, I I, I know what I can ask. 
who or what got you into horror? And um, what was the first movie that you remember watching that scared you? Okay. So my mom was honestly the one that had started me with horror because she would always watch them. And so, you know, when I was littler, she's like, oh, you can't watch this part. You can't watch this part. But then, you know, it got to where she'd bring me in with her. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, back when slumber parties and sleepovers and shit, we would go to the, you know, Blockbuster and we'd rent a whole shit ton of scary movies and we'd just stay up all night watching them. And that was always fun. And so it's like, I think I was, I want to say I was probably about five or six when I first started watching them. And, you know, back then, I mean, it would scare me at first, but then when I got a little bit older, it was getting, it was getting better and I loved them. Yeah. Um, but I remember the first one that scared the ever living shit out of me was children of the corn. And it was that end scene with Isaac Mm -hmm. where like, I can't remember what was behind him. I remember something was on fire and he had that demonic voice and I was so fucking scared. <laughs> I was like, he's so scary. I remember sitting up all night crying because I was terrified. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome, though. That's so freaking awesome. Yeah. And then Nightmare on Elm Street. It's funny because now Freddy Krueger is, I love Freddy Krueger. He is my all-time favorite. Um, and I was scared shitless of him because I remember I walked in and she was watching it. And you know that part where he's on fire and he's running up the stairs? Mm-hmm. That yep. was the part I walked in on, and I was fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So, like, if I'd ever see anything with him on it, it's like, you get, you know, I'd be all scared, and I'd turn it around, or I'd walk by it really quick. And then when I was about 15, I had this – well, maybe I was, like, 14. 14 or 15, I had a nightmare about him, and I still remember it, and it felt like it was so real. And after that, I was obsessed with him. Wow. That's it was fun- weird. funny how things like that work. That's actually – yeah. Freddie is actually my wife's and, well, my brother just got off Henry. That's their favorite as far as slashers go. Uh-huh. Mine, by far, is Jason. But, and that's just, honestly, it's just because I've seen it the most. Like, back in the day as a kid, it used to come on, like, USA Network or Sci-Fi. Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. they'll be playing that whole freaking weekend. And they'd play, like, they play Jason Takes Manhattan. they play part five and i believe part three and maybe part six they play they always play like the same ones over and over and over uh-huh and that's what got me into that but what got me into horror was um my older brothers and cousins they would watch them all the freaking time you know you want to be the cool kid hanging out with everybody all the older kids <laughs> and they have me by like eight years so <laughs> Aww, i would always watch these kids. but they would let they would let me hang out though let me watch them and I remember the movie that scared me that I remember was, uh, oh, what the heck is it? The Hitchhiker from um, Creepshow Part 2. Thanks for the ride, lady. Oh, that yeah. That scared the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, obviously, as a kid, your imagination runs wild. But, like, I remember watching that with them. Sitting down, I was fine watching it until I had to use the bathroom. Like, I had to have one of them come with me to the bathroom and, like, stand outside the bathroom <laughs> so I can go to the bathroom. I was so scared of that movie. Just, Aww. And it was it, – at the same time, though, it got me hooked in the horror. I don't know. It's just weird how that works with horror movies. Like, you watch it, you get scared shitless, but you're just like, I want to see more. I want to see more. Yeah. And It is weird how it works like that. Now I'm just, like, freaking obsessed with it. It's, it's so fun. With this, mm-hmm. like, I started this podcast. I've been talking about this podcast for maybe a year or two. I kept saying, I'm going to start one. I'm going to start one. And I finally got my first episode out. I think I recorded it in December, but I dropped it on New Year's. And ever since then, I've just been recording as much as I can. And 
it's so fun. It's so fun. And then, like, I've been to a few. I don't know if you've been to any horror cons or not, but I've been to a few mm-hmm. of them. And it's so fun being in the atmosphere with other horror fans because you just talk about damn near any movie and somebody there has seen it and they either like it or they oh, don't yeah. like it. But it's just fun to kind of uh-huh. talk about it. So I was like, I need to start a freak. I need to get this podcast on, you know, going. Oh, hell yeah. Because people love it. And it's fun, you know, and it's like the horror genre. It's, it's like a family. It really is. And- and then how you were saying, um, you know, like at the the cons and stuff like that. I mean, everybody there, they're so nice. They're they're into what you're into, and everybody wants to talk about it, and it's fun. Oh, my God. It's, I can't, I'm going to one out here in October called Scarecon. Uh-huh. It, it's a smaller one, but it's, it's, still, it's still a fun con to go to. It's still a great con to go to. They have cool vendors there. Obviously, the fans are always awesome, and then... You know, the, the few stars I get there are always cool every single time. I've been to, I think I've been to this one about three or four times. And I went to one out in New Jersey twice, Monster Mania. Oh, fun. That one's a good one. And honestly, I've at a, everybody that I met, I only had like one person that was like, didn't seem too enthusiastic about being there signing autographs. And that was Brad Dorf. Other than that, everybody else was... Really, really friendly, really cool. You can conversate with them. Then mm-hmm. They're not trying to push you through like yeah. cattle. Yep. They want to talk to you. And, like, if they have no lines, like, last year, me, Henry, this is before he moved out there, and um, my friend Rob, we went to Scarecon. It was actually the, Rob's first time going to any type of convention, any type of horror convention. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, me, being assholes we are, <laughs> 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 he was going to meet um Caroline Williams from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. That's like his favorite uh-huh. movie. And he was going, you know, he's going up there talking to her, meeting her, and he's turning red. And I was like, I, I was like, white people always turn red when they're excited, mad, or happy or anything. He just beat <laughs> red. And he, we, I said it loud enough so he could hear. So he started even more red, like smiling, but he was like oh, nervous no. and excited. <laughs> and when he came back, he's like, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> But it was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> it was so fun though. Like he he got to meet her and he got to meet um Bill Mosley who played Chop Top and oh that, gosh yeah we got who else did we meet that day? We met uh, Sid Hegg. He was cool, which oh. I didn't get there. I didn't get Sid Hegg's autograph or Bill Mosley's, and I wish I did. Now looking at it, I can't remember if I got Caroline's or not. But they were all so friendly. Like every time we walked by them, we could stop and chat with them and like. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about that con, too, was we also met Felissa Rose. But with those people I just mentioned, you didn't have to get an autograph to take a picture with them. Like, say, if one of your friends got the autograph, they'd say, hey, you guys can all take a picture with us. We're, we're cool with that. We're fine. If you just want to take a picture, that's cool. Which I I think it's cool because there's a lot of people there, like, you know, autograph and you can get a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys who played in Scream, those two, they were like... Matthew Lillard? Yeah. I... I would have gotten his autograph if it was about half. Of, I think they're charging like eighty dollars for an autograph, and I, I'm not that big of a Scream fan to pay that much for his autograph. Mm-hmm. Nothing against nothing, you know, nothing against him, but I'm just like, there's other people I'd rather get that are twenty and thirty dollars, and I can get a picture with them. It was like eighty for an autograph and like another ten for a picture with them. I was like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. See, um, last year, because I've gone to Crypticon the last three years in a row, okay. so last year Matthew Lillard was there. And he was so fucking cool. And we just sat there and, you know, we're nice. talking and stuff. And he was hilarious, but he was one of the more expensive ones. But 
um, he, me and my friend, you know, we took pictures and stuff like that. And my friend couldn't figure out how to use the fucking flash. So I screwed him up. <laughs> so then the next day I'm like, um, so my friend didn't know what the hell he was doing. So can I, you know, take more? He's like, yeah, go ahead. And he like, you know, pulled me over and we're talking and he's all hugging me. He was so cool. That's awesome. But yeah, but this year, so you're talking about Bill Mosley and Sid Haig, which I want to meet them so bad. I want to work with Bill Mosley so, so bad. But um, Richard Brake and Jeff Daniel Phillips from uh, 31 mm -hmm. and the new Three from Hell were there. And they didn't have a line at the time. So I would just stand there talking to them and talking about the stuff I've been doing. And they were telling me about what they were doing. And they were so cool. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. that's always the best. Like, I've met um, I've met a few. I think my, my few favorites, I'll say, is... Uh, Oh, what is her name? Amanda Weiss. She was one of my favorites. I actually met her up here where I'm at in Albany. And I met her a couple months ago. I met her. I met Robert England also <gasps> at the same, oh. the same. Yeah, they had a little con over here and they happened to be there. And I actually liked meeting her a little bit more just because I got to talk to her a little more. Mm -hmm. And I went up to, when I went up to her, I got her autograph, and like both their lines were real short, believe it or not. But the, like the con that they did up here was a, it was a new, it wasn't a horror con for one. It was like a new con. It was the very first time, so I think that's kind of why it wasn't too crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I went up to her table, I got her autograph, and I went back to whatever I was doing. I went up there again. I was like, I want to see something. I was talking to my wife, and I, uh, which I'll probably post it and share it on the group later. But I had, I asked her if she would say, "Welcome to horror with Sir Sturdy." And I recorded her doing that, and she did. And she was like, now I need you to do me a favor. And there's a movie called The Id. It's just the and then ID. She was like, mm -hmm. I want you to watch this movie. And I, was like, I was like, okay, I'll do you one better. I was like, I'll do a video real quick. So she held up the picture. I was like, everybody watch The Id because Amanda White said so or Freddie will kill you or something like that. And I posted that mm -hmm. for her. And then I tagged her in it. And the next day she shared it. And I was like, that, that, that made my day. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Now she's my number, oh, yeah. now she's my number one as far as who I've met. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. See, when they when they act like that, it just makes you like them so much more. Yeah, because it's like they're more personable. You don't like you. They're just people. At the end of the, I mean, uh, obviously, but that, you don't think about that when you're like, oh wow, this person's in a movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're not all arrogant, and they don't treat you like shit. Like that just makes you just love them. And uh, yeah, another one that stands out to me is Kane Hodder. I met him mm -hmm. at Monster Mania. And the cool thing about this one, which this is what makes it stand out. Actually, I got two stories about Kane Hyder. One's funny. Well, both of them are funny. But <laughs> <laughs> So waiting in line to get his autograph. And at the time, Henry, he couldn't make it to this one. I think he had, him and his wife had just had their, well, their son, their older son was about one. So he was still kind of young. So he couldn't make it to this one. And so I'm waiting in line, waiting in line, waiting in line. And Henry texts me. He's like, yo. He's like, you know, when you get the machete signed for me, I don't know why I should have him say on it. I was like, yo, he had no lines in the movie. What are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Just do a couple dots on it, like dot, 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 dot. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. So I get, up <laughs> I get up to the front of the line, and Bam Margera walks in, like, the side door. So Kane's like, listen. Oh, He's like, can you please give me, like, two minutes? I want to go over there and choke Bam. I promise I'll be right back. I was like, of course, <laughs> go ahead. So he literally, he went over there, he talked to Bam, like did, you know, Kane chokes people in the pictures. He did that, uh -huh. came right back, you know, gave me my two autographs. I got choked in a picture with him too and talked to me for a few minutes. And I was just like, that was so freaking, and he's my favorite, Jason. I was like, that was so freaking awesome right there. Yeah. 
just stuff like that where they take the time. I like how they, a lot of these guys, though, the guys and girls, I should say, they'll take the time to, you know, sit down and talk with their fans. As long as their lines aren't crazy to talk with their fans and kind of just, they don't just sign it, grab the money and just, you know, get on out of here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I met Kane Hodder at Con three years ago, but we, I met him in the celebrity dinner part. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get choked, but I was sitting by him and we, you know, we all took pictures and stuff like that. And he was super cool. He really is. And I actually, well, I didn't, I want to get his book. I did check it out on the audio book thing. I was listening to it at work and he really, really loves playing Jason. He loves playing Victor Crowley and he really enjoys his fans, which I think is awesome. Like he was yeah. talking about all that in his book, and I was just like, "Wow, this this guy's freaking amazing." I I hope I get to meet him again because I want to get something else signed, and I want to get his book and get that signed from him. And he's just that's my favorite, like my favorite horror icon out of everybody. He, it's awesome how he played Jason. I don't know which um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre it was, but he did like a stunt as Leatherface in one of the movies, and then mm-hmm. Jason goes to hell. The Freddy glove, he pulled that down. And mm-hmm. he was, he was saying, I don't know, I just, I read it recently, or I heard it in an interview or something, that he wanted the, um, the new Halloween movie that came out. He was saying he would love to be able to play Michael Myers, even if it was just a stunt, just to say he played all those guys. I was like, that, that right there would be awesome. That would be cool, and everybody would want to see it, too. Just because, of, it could be two seconds, I don't care, that would be, <laughs> that would be so yeah. freaking awesome. Yep. And he seems like he's really humble. Yeah, he he definitely is. Another cool um, thing about him too. I know we're way off this Evil Dead movie, but it's a little horror talk. <laughs> another <It's> still fun. <laughs> another cool thing about him too in his book, I don't remember. Like, I forgot where he was born and raised, but he or he was raised on some island. I forgot what the island was called, but I guess it comes up in the um, the Victor Crowley movies, the Hatchet movies. It comes up in there. They say that's such and such island. And I remember in Jason X, the machine that he's in, when they have him frozen, that name on the machine is the name of the island. And it was like a, there was like a few other horror things. I think Jason movies and maybe in the Hatchet movies where it kind of just popped up. And he said that's, that's where he was, you know, raised at, the island he was raised on. I was like, that, that's freaking awesome. That's cool. That's really, yeah, I actually just watched the Hatchet movies uh, last weekend, I think, because they're on Amazon. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll watch them. I didn't see the... The latest one yet. Have you seen that one? The Victor Crowley movie? I haven't seen that one yet. Nope. I watched um, one, two, and three. Okay. But I haven't seen the, uh, the Vic- just the Victor Crowley. Yeah, I got it. But go. I like Danielle Harris, who's in She's the good, too. Movies. She's good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to meet her. She's awesome. She's like, I guess she would be my female horror idol. Okay. And then um, Robert Englund would be my other, or... Bill Mosley and most of the guys from um, any of the Rob Zombie films. I absolutely love them. You're rare with that. Like I, I can't remember. I haven't seen every single Rob Zo- Excuse me, every single Rob Zombie film. I know I've seen um, the Halloween remake. I loved the first one. The second one I wasn't too big on. I just recently, and don't kill me for this. I just recently <laughs> watched The Devil's Rejects, which was fucking amazing. I have to watch House of a Thousand Corpses now. I know I was supposed to watch that first, but. It happens, but yeah. a lot of a lot of people like with the Rob Zombie movies. Just from the horror groups that I'm in on Facebook, they either love them or they hate them. There's no in between. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah. And I enjoy. I mean, from what I've seen so far, I've enjoyed it. I like the goriness. I like the brutality and the craziness of it. I like he kind of mm-hmm. does his own thing. I feel like with Halloween two, it just it just got weird for me. I didn't. I just did. I didn't like it. 
don't, I mean, see that his, you know, I like his, as far as the Halloweens, I thought they were good. You know, I'm always going to go back to the originals where I love the originals. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are my favorites. Um, you know, except like, I didn't like like Halloween H2O and shit like that. I didn't like those ones, but, um, I think with Rob Zombie, you know, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, 31, Mm -hmm. those were my favorites of his. The Halloweens were good. The first one was really good. And like you said, the second one, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. But then Lords of Salem, I wasn't a fan of Lords of Salem. See, I haven't seen that. Is it worth, is it worth a watch though? Or was it like just that bad? See, I guess it's worth a watch just because, like how you said, you know, either they love them or they hate them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have tons of people I know absolutely loved it and thought it was great. And then the other half is like, that movie sucked. So, I mean, it's worth a watch just to say you watched it because okay. you could be one of the ones that actually like it. I'll see, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat. I try to tell people it's worth a watch. There's certain movies I'll say I completely, I think this movie was like a one on my rating. Watch it if you want to. Don't blame me. <laughs> don't blame me if you don't like it. But I'll never say don't watch a movie because, you know, everybody has their own. Somebody might like a garbage movie. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them do. I know. And, I mean, there's even some that I like that I'm like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. And people are like, I hated that movie. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I How- liked it. <laughs> Halloween 3 is one of those movies that's either loved or hated. I don't necessarily love it. I do like it now. I remember the first time I seen it. This is back in the day when you go to those um, those ancient places now called, you know, the video stores. And you rent some movies yeah. and all that with your friends and family or whatever. What is that? <laughs> yeah. They're all gone now. It sucks. And we got, um, you know, we'd go and get all the, you know, we'd get a couple of movies or whatever. We ended up getting Halloween 3 because we wanted to watch the series. And I'm just like, what what the hell is this? This has nothing to do with Michael Myers. And Was that Season of the Witch? Yeah. Was it that one? Yep. Yeah. So I watched it. And then I didn't watch it again, to, honestly, until maybe about three or four years ago, and only because I was in a horror Facebook group and people were talking about it, and they were like, watch it as a standalone movie. So I watched it as a standalone. I'm like, okay, I can see why how, why people like this movie. And I like it. It's definitely not one of my favorite horror movies. I do like it. It's a fun movie, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, yeah. See, I liked, you know, the first one's my favorite, and then I liked number five with Danielle Harris yes. when she was little. I liked that one a lot. I did too. I actually, honestly, I liked all of them with the exception of Resurrection was, oh my gosh. That that was actually worse than the Rob Zombie 2 remake. That was just awful. Resurrection with Busta yeah. Rhymes and Tyra Banks. That, oh. Yeah, oh yeah, I hated that one. That was just, I, that's, movie, see, stuff like that is why, at times, I hate when they put big names in a horror movie because you know it's just—I don't know—they—they they, they, you know, it just acting. doesn't always work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's kind of what bothered me with um to an extent with Halloween H two O with LL Cool J in it because mm-hmm. you knew he wasn't gonna die. But at the same, it didn't bother me too too much. But there was just I was like, oh man, come on, you got. You got to stop with these big name actors. And I like it when there's a, a, a little no name or not a, such a huge name. They get their shine. And, mm-hmm. you know, you you there's a chance that they're dying in that movie. If there's a real big name actor and they're like, look, I want in my contract. I'm not dying. I'll be like, look, well, you're not being in my damn movie because I want you to die first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the unexpected. You're dying first. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. But I'm I'm curious to see the new one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just, I'm actually excited for it. I try, I say this on probably every damn podcast, I try not to have high hopes for movies anymore, but I have high hopes for this one just because it's one of those classics we've seen as kids growing, I mean, they were out beforehand, but we've all seen as kids growing up and just, it's one of those movies when Halloween comes on or in October, you throw it in and watch as many of them as you can. Same thing with Jason, Friday the 13th and all that. Uh-huh. And Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's like if they don't do what you guys did to the Freddy remake, please. That was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. I got to do a countdown on that series. I know Henry wants to. It's just a matter of timing. Yeah. Well, shit, if you if you want me on there, I'll go on there, too. Definitely. <laughs> the more the merrier, definitely. I don't know. See, with those, I would actually have to really watch those because I don't know the series as well as I do the Friday the 13th series. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to, like, go through every movie one, at least once, maybe twice, just to figure out where I would rank each one and all that because I don't remember those yeah. stories too well. Mm-hmm. I liked them all the way up until I didn't really like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Okay. That one was kind of weird. And then, you, oh, go ahead. But you'll have to watch it. And then the new one absolutely sucked. <laughs> I just, I hate that movie so much. I don't normally hate them, but I'm like, I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> wow. I've, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it the, as much as the others, but I didn't hate it. I just, the look I hated. That one, that's the one thing I did hate was the look. Yeah, he's like an alien. I think with Freddy, it's kind of hard because it's not like Jason or Michael where the guy's wearing a mask and he has no lines. Like Robert, he's he's Freddy to everybody. He has the signature look, the signature sound, and everything, so you can't really just have anybody play Freddy except for him. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think they, just, they tried to do something <clears throat> new with it, and they just fucked it up. They did. They really did. And... That right there was probably just a money grab with that one because it's. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, like, you know, the same with even the Evil Dead. Um, like, that's, you know, the, the remake, how we were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. And, like, I don't hate it. It's not, like, my favorite movie in the world. But they didn't screw it up, you know? It's just, yeah. it's, it's not the original. But it's, I mean, you know, a movie by itself, I thought it was good. But not... Not the new Friday thir- or Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I was like, I'm that one, of, one needs to go in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people though. Like, I don't mind reboots, remakes, whatever people want to call them. I actually enjoy them, but only if they're done right. Like, I don't like when they just do it just at, like I said, just as like a money grab. Okay, let's get these these hood fans have been fans for years. Let's throw this movie out because we know they're gonna watch it. And we know the kids are gonna watch it, and then they're coming out and it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree on that for sure. <clears throat> so is this one of your, um, The Evil Dead, is this like one of your all-time favorites? It is. So this one and then Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are my absolute top favorite ones. And then, um, you know, I like all of the classics. Like I was saying, you know, I like Halloween, Amityville. I mm-hmm. love the Amityvilles. Um. <clears throat> But then, like, have you seen Terrifier yet? I love that movie. That is one of my new favorites. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I have to do a podcast on that. I keep trying to tell Henry to watch the movie because I know he'll love it. But with that movie, <clears throat> Art the Clown bumped up to my number two favorite slasher villain 
Jason's Jason's always gonna be number one. Nobody's ever gonna pass him. So Art the Clown is my number two right now, just because it was so, like the way he was in the movie, he was so crazy, silly in it, didn't make a sound, and just so brutal. Yeah, he was fucked up, and it was he was just so good. And and I actually <laughs> I know I'm gonna I know I'm eventually gonna do a podcast on that and give my rating on. It. I actually said it on. Probably multiple podcasts already. My, I gave that movie a 9.5. And to me, the only reason why it wasn't a 10 is because there wasn't really too much of a story to it. Not that that matters too much, but that was the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Because that yeah. movie. It was, he was just, he's brutal, though. Yeah, he is. And he did. And then that one, too, I was like, why the fuck are they doing that? Like, why would you go in there? But it's like, if they didn't, you wouldn't have the movie. But, <sighs> oh, man, he was fucked up. And I love it. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. And like the the gun kill the gun kill bothered a lot of people. Just because mm-hmm. they're you know, it's supposed to be a slasher, they don't usually do that. But I'm I liked it because I'm like my reasons for liking him was because one, he would do anything to get the kill and then like he tortured her. He didn't just shoot her and kill her, he shot her a few times to torture her, then he killed her. And after he killed her, he didn't look. He wasn't happy with that kill. Like he he wanted to kill her a different way, but he just wasn't happy with that kill. So I was like, I like that. I can accept that. Yeah, you could see it in his face too. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the guy who played him, David. Um, he. David Howard Thornton. Yes, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and I follow him on Instagram and all that. He's a he's a, he was awesome in that. He's all he's a real friendly dude, by the way. And he mm-hmm. that movie. Oh my goodness, I can't yeah. wait for a sequel. I cannot wait for a freaking sequel. Oh, me either. And he, they just have the biggest following now, which is so cool. Yes, which they'll have a bigger budget, which will be great. And yep, the practical effects always awesome. I lo- practical effects are always always the best. I don't know how many episodes you've heard us heard on this, but anytime we talk about practical effects and CGI, everybody I talk to on here, nobody really likes. <laughs> was like, oh, CGI, come on, it's, let's you know, let's get back to the practical effects or please yeah yeah do it the original way you know it's like shit everybody knows how to you know they all know how to do it now so quit using the damn computer for it i understand for certain parts where you have to use cgi i get it but i want way more practical it just you get a better feel for the movie everybody loves Mm -hmm. it evil dead's a Mm -hmm. great freaking example of practical effects well it's funny too because like with evil dead you could even see like some of the fuck-ups yeah it's it was still entertaining you know so like I don't know what they used, but it's like whatever they put on their hands and their faces when they were deadites, mm-hmm. it was so gross looking. It's all chunky and nasty. And like you could see when some of it would like kind of chip away. Cause I noticed I was actually watching it again today. And when she sticks her hand, uh, I think it was uh, Cheryl, when she sticks her hand through the door and grabs him, mm-hmm. you can see her fingers are all chunky and gross. And then a piece must have fallen off and her normal finger came through. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I didn't even see that before. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that, but they just did good. Yeah, and then that those kind of little mess-ups right there, it doesn't even bother you because it's like a, it's from the 80s, so that's that's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't I don't know how big their budget was, but their budget probably wasn't great like you know how a movie would be now with a bigger budget and all that. Mhm. Yeah, I think it was only like 100,000. <laughs> I'm, I'm wanting to say don't quote me, but I think it was 100,000. Wow, see. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's for a movie, they that's had, really not that big of a budget. It's not. And they had to find their own locations. 
Um, a bunch of the actors, act, they got hurt on set, you know, running through the woods and shit like that. Even Bruce Campbell, he hurt his leg. Mm-hmm. And then Sam Raimi kept fucking with his leg, like trying to piss him off <laughs> and stuff. So a lot of them got hurt. It was freezing. A lot of them got sick because it was cold and oh wow, just nasty out there. But yeah, and I guess like the blood was all, it was just caro syrup. Did you get a chance to see um, Never Hike Alone? I did, yes. I've seen it a few times. I freaking love that movie. Yeah, it was good. Um, we went to Crypticon this year uh, with Vincenti. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, and so then he was screening it there, so we got to hear it like with the better system. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Do yeah. You, do you know him, or did you get to meet him? I know him. Oh, that's oh, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I'm actually um gonna have him on next Sunday. I, nice. I forgot how I got a hold. I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter or what, but anyways, I just reached out to him. I was like, I might as well, and he emailed. He told me to email him. Emailed me back, and just you know, he told me when he was free. And I was like, okay, next Sunday nice. if you can. And I. Good. Ever like he's been retweet like sharing my stuff too, since I've been um since I contacted him and all that. I told him I was doing a podcast on Never Hike Alone, and he shared that and all that. So that's awesome. And that's actually the first movie I gave a ten on this podcast, and that was my twenty twentieth or twenty first episode. Damn, that's awesome. But it was Good. just it was just done so freaking well, like especially mm-hmm. for a fan made film. But just. Yeah. I mean, it looked great, and it just, it worked. And I was telling, I, if you heard the episode, I was talking to my friend about how, um, I was like, honestly, my only issue with it was not was that there wasn't more kills, but I was like, at the same time, I don't have that issue because the movie's called Never Hike Alone, so that kind of takes that issue away from it. Yeah. But I would, yep. I would love to see another, a sequel of that. I would love to see them do more. I know, are now, are they um, tied with the uh, Hanfield movie, the fan-made uh, film? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm definitely um, looking forward to that then. Me too. It looks cool. Did you see the teaser trailer? I got, I see, I seen the one teaser thing with the pumpkin bleeding. I didn't see the new, mm-hmm. the other trailer yet, but I heard they dropped another trailer this week. Mm, yeah. I can't remember when it was, but yeah, the trailer, it looks pretty cool too. And uh, I do not remember the guy's name. I think it starts with an R. Renee. Yes, thank you. It's like um, Renee Rivas. <clears throat> yes, I actually mm-hmm. reached out to him too, and we're supposed to be doing something together. He actually hit me up, was it today or yesterday, and said because I posted on something that he was talking about on. I think it might even been this movie, and he was like, "We still got to get together and do a podcast." And I was like, "Definitely." So I'm just hell yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Like with this, I'll do any movie, but my biggest like. I was talking to my one friend, Matt, who's on here also. I don't know if we talked about it on the episode or not, but um, I really want, like, fan-made films. So if anybody does fan-made films, I would take those over any movie just to get them out there to make a name because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a fan film. If I Even if I don't like the movie, I'll still do a podcast on it. I'll give you my honest opinion and all that. But I won't say don't go see it or don't watch it. But it's just, mm-hmm. you know, the horror community, we try to help each other out. So Yeah, definitely. Because, again, it's like a family well, there's well. If you like the Friday the Thirteenth, are you part of the Voorhees group? Uh, I might be. I gotta double check that. 
I know there's like a was it Mythos or something coming out? Uh huh. Yeah, there's one? Mythos, and then Voorhees is the other one. Okay. So that one, um, they have a huge network going right now with them, and they just dropped um, not a trailer, but they dropped the uh, like a teaser of his mask, and like you can hear the screaming and shit in the background, and it, it's it's brutal. Nice. Is that now? Is that their Facebook name page? Yes. Yep, it's Voorhees. And then Voorhees. the director is Cody Falk. Oh, I do like the page. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to reach out to these guys, too, then. Definitely, yep. And so um, I'm getting ready to go down to D.C. in September to work on a film with... Um, so Christopher Inlow Entertainment. Uh, Christopher Inlow is the writer and director of this film, and it's part of the Voorhees world i guess you'd say mm-hmm. and then Co- cody falk is going to be the director of photography for it that's awesome mm-hmm. that i i'll tell you what when you when that happens and when you can discuss that more i'd love to have you on to talk about that more definitely because that's freaking awesome hell, hell yeah de- yeah it's it's going to be good it's like i can't right now i can't give away the plot and like kind of what's going on but i can just say it's part of part of that world that's awesome <laughs> i there's actually i actually interviewed one other person um this is a few months ago. He was actually my first interview, actually. And uh, his name is Sam Mason. It's for uh, a movie that he's doing called Normal Terror. And then his production company, Sacrificial Palm Productions, that's all on Facebook and he's on Instagram. But that guy, so freaking cool. And there's stuff about the movie that I know I can't say too much about. But pretty much, like, I'm trying to think how to describe this. He's like... He's like an every. He has. A, he's a single dad. Normal life. He goes to work and all that. But like, he has urges to kill. So like, when he's not home, when he's not working or home with his kids, he's out killing pretty much. That's like the best. Oh shit. That's like the most I can say without saying too much because he sent me stuff that I, I just can't say anything about that. Yeah, you gotta keep it under wraps for yep. now. But Kinda um, like John Wayne Gacy, he was normal and he was a fucking serial killer. <laughs> see? But this movie, it's, and he said, they're using all, like, they're doing their own, they have their own team, they're doing their own practical effects and special effects and all that, which is freaking amazing, and it's, it's going to be awesome. I actually got to cool. get him on here again. Oh, yeah. What is it called? Normal Terror. And they have a Instagram page or just Facebook? Um, the Sacrificial Palm Productions is the Instagram and Facebook page, and then Normal Terror is just the Facebook page, I believe. Normal Terror the movie. I just found it, I think. Yeah, I think that's the Instagram. One of them, I forgot which one's on Instagram. But they're both both those things are on Facebook, but the guy's Sweet. awesome. He's a real, real, real nice guy. As a matter of fact, when me the day me and him recorded, which actually I have the podcast on here, he's maybe like seventh or eighth, but the day me and him recorded, I think we talked for about an hour before we even started recording. Oh shit! He's a real, awesome. real cool guy, and he sent me a poster because for having him on, which was awesome. He sent me a poster and signed it, and Aww. I just, <laughs> I, I can't wait for this thing to get going and come out and everything because I'm definitely championing that movie. Shit, I, I want to see it too. It sounds good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's gonna be fun. And like, what's cool, like his, his actual son's in the movie with him, which I think was pretty cool. See, I like that when you put friends and family in. It's yeah, really cool. It really is. 
I'm trying to add him right now. But yeah, he's he's he, like I said, he's he's awesome. That's my guy. Nice. It looks bloody. Oh, it's it's, it's gonna be bloody. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't freaking I love oh my goodness with horror movie I the more gore the better as long as it makes sense I love a gory horror movie. Uh huh. Me too. Me too. Because then it brings you back to the older movies too. You know, like mm-hmm. gore and the horror, and it's like it's just getting better with all the everything they have available to them now. They one big thing I need them to start doing though, and I know I've mentioned this plenty of times. They need to start getting back to more R-rated horror movies. I get the PG-13 because you want the little teens to get in there, but I want them to get out the damn theater for one because they make too much noise, and two, oh, I just want to see that. a more, I want to see a more gory, violent movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. And it's like it's that's the worst when you go to the movies and there's all those stupid fucking teenagers there. Oh my goodness, it that is. pisses me off so bad. It really is. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I paid this money not to hear these freaking jerks. Yeah. But I can't do anything yep. about it. I can't get up yep. and leave because then I'm, I'm out of my money either way. I can't hit them because they're not 18. No kidding. Yeah. That's, no, that's true. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's like, shit, you know how many fights I almost got in? I'm like, oh, oh my man. God, I'm going to kill this kid. Um, the So you're talking about ratings. So Evil Dead 2... They had a lot of the blood. They had to switch to black blood because back then, they they were saying there was too much gore that they would have had to do like an NC seventeen rating. Mm-hmm. So they had to change some of the blood to black. That's crazy. I know yeah, it with was, still looked good, but it was just yeah. weird. It's like wow. I know with um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, they had the they had to tone that down. I think what is that? That rating is an R rating, right? I forgot now. I, I think so. The original ones, yeah. Anyway, it was they wanted it. I mean, not the people making the movie, but they were saying it would have to be X-rated if they didn't tone it down some. So that's what? why you don't. Yeah, which is crazy. That's why you don't see like a lot of um like blood and gore in that movie too much. A lot of the stuff is like off-screen kills, and it actually. But it at the same time, it really worked for that movie for that time. Like I re, I watched that movie recently, and it really worked. That was a really good, well-done movie for its time even with off-screen stuff for the most part yeah i just can't believe it would have been an x rating that's yeah, ridiculous it is that was yeah that's one that stands out that i can think because i remember doing a podcast on that and looking up the imdb trivia uh-huh uh, i'll have to watch it again leather i guess leatherface would have been one that he kind of kind of creeped me out because that was wasn't that a true story well, it was what it was. It wasn't a true story. It was loosely based on um, Ed Gein. And I guess that guy would kill people and take their body parts and stuff. But as far as the movie being true, somebody chasing people around with a chainsaw wasn't true. But they made it seem like that, which made, I'm sure it sold a whole lot more tickets and it scared the shit out of a lot of people. Yeah, that would suck. God. Yeah, I know. I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, a few years ago at... Oh, I was going to say Crypticon at the Idaho Horror Film Festival here. Mm-hmm. They had Andrew Berniarski, who was Leatherface in one of the newer ones. I can't remember which one, but he was there and he kind of pre- he was presenting it and he was he was different to talk to. Nice. Yeah. He wasn't one of those ones that was super friendly and nice. He was kind of more the arrogant one. OK. But uh. I mean, I guess it was cool to say, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? But he wasn't my favorite to meet. That's for sure. 
All right. <laughs> that leads me into my next question before I kind of wrap this. Actually, I'm going to jump into my slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy segment, but I am going to ask you this question. Who was your favorite horror icon you met? I'll say give me two. My favorite would have been Elvira because I idolize her. She's just amazing, and everybody loves Elvira. But um, I really did like Richard Brake and Jeff Daniel Phillips. Nice. Yeah, they were they were so down to earth, and they were so fun to talk to, and like taking pictures with them. Mm-hmm. They were fun, and they were funny, and they, you know, anything you wanted to talk about, they were talking, and it was super cool. So I liked them a lot. See, I love Who stuff was your- like that. Mine. I'm going to have to name, give you my top three. That would be Amanda Weiss, Kane Hodder, and Felissa Rose. And pretty much because all of them super, super, super friendly. You could talk to them as much as you wanted to. And, like, with um, Felissa Rose, me and Henry met her two or three times. And, like, last year we went by. And anytime we walked by the table, they'd shoot, hey, hi, Aaron. Hi, Henry. Hi, Rob. How you guys doing? Oh, after we cool. After we got her autograph. And I actually got her autograph twice last year because I went by. I got a picture signed, I believe, and then I was walking around, and I seen her movie on Blu-ray, and I guess it was like a special edition one or whatever, so I went back and got, you know, took the plastic off and took the thing out, the plastic, the paper, whatever, the artwork, mm-hmm. and had and she mm-hmm. signed that, took a few pictures with her, and she was just real, real, real friendly. Same thing with Amanda Weiss, how I told you how she did that for me, and just, <clears throat> I think those are my top three. And then I'll throw in one more. I don't remember his name, but the guy who did the Crypt Keeper voice. Oh, um, Cat Cassier. What? Oh, what's his first name? John. Isn't it John Cassier? Yeah, there you something? go. Yeah, I think so. We met him. Me and Henry met him at a Scarecon two years ago, and I don't know why I didn't get his autograph. I keep kicking myself, but he did took pictures with us and all that. Henry got his autograph, and he did the Crypt Keeper voice for us. And the reason why oh, he sweet. did that. Is because we were just talking about it. We were talking about the movie, and Henry brought up a time when we were kids, how the, the voice in the life used to freak him out. And he told me, like, we were on the phone. I don't know if we were hanging out or on the phone, but he was telling me about how that freaked him out at, you know, when we were kids. So, of course, I had to do it. <laughs> and I could do it uh, then as a kid. I can't do it anymore, but I could do it as a kid. So then <laughs> for the rest of the time we were talking to him, he was just talking in that voice. And I was like, that was so fucking awesome. That's fucking cool. My mom used to do that voice, and it was, like, so loud. and It would, <laughs> it would scare us. We're like, God, stop. <laughs> now, who, um, okay, who was your least favorite, if you have any? I'm trying to think. There really, I don't think there's really been any that I didn't completely like. Mine um, was, um. I didn't mean to cut you off, but just to give you oh, some no. more time to think. Mine was Brad Dorf, and not even, like, honestly, I would go get his autograph. I didn't get his autograph for that day. I was getting it for Henry. I would go get his autograph. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I didn't like to add it because he just seemed like just kind of sign and brush you off type of deal. He didn't really seem like he wanted to be there. I don't know if that's his uh, personality. I don't know if he was just having a bad day. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, but I would definitely get his autograph if I were to meet him again. Who's Brad Dorf? He, did a, he does Chucky's voice. Oh, okay. I kept I was, I was picturing Steven Dorf. <laughs> I'm like, what was he in? He was in Blade, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, he looks like a dick. He well, if he lived up to it that day. <laughs> that day. <laughs> but again, like I said, maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe he was hungry. I don't. I don't know. It was hot in that room. I will. I will give him that. But hey, you're getting paid to. 
Exactly. You don't have they to. They get paid so much yeah, to go there. You weren't forced to be there, and you're getting, you know, I'm giving you my my hard-earned money. Yep. It's like, shit, when you're charging 50 to 80 bucks a pop, you better be nice. I think his was between 50 and 80, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're expensive. It varies. Like, I don't, see, the thing with that, too, I don't mind paying that, but some of them I just, like, for um, Robert's, his was 80 for an autograph, and then for a photo op, it was, like, another 80 or 60. Like, you couldn't take pictures with him at all. You could take a picture of him holding your item, which I did. I didn't do the photo op, though. I'm like, I, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It was, don't get me wrong, it was great meeting him. It was awesome meeting him, because he, he's an icon. Mm-hmm. See, Richard Brake and Jeff Daniel Phillips, they would sign it and take as many pictures as he wanted. So what I had him do is I got a poster from 31, and then they both signed it, and I took a picture with them. I took, like, probably six pictures, mm-hmm. and they were super fucking cool and nice. And it was neat because – have you seen – did you say you saw 31 or you have not? I have not, but I will put that on my list to Yeah, watch. you got to watch it. It's it's glorious fuck. It's really good. But um, Richard Brake plays the – clown in there and he wrote on there one of his main lines that says nice. i'm not crazy i'm in control nice and i was like that's fucking cool <laughs> I, lo- I love when they do stuff like that uh-huh i love oh my goodness so do you have do you have a least favorite or you said not really right like you even someone that not necessarily that you didn't like but maybe they kind of gave you that kind of same attitude brad gave me like uh, i don't really want to be here probably the andrew Brynjarski guy Okay. He was just, he was standing outside when I met him. And so that, this one wasn't at Crypticon. It was here in town and he was just real fuck, you know, snotty and just stand there smoking and, you know, um, he had a drink in one hand and he was just like, yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm the shit. And it's like, fuck you. I didn't even come to actually see you. <laughs> like I just happened to be walking by cause I'm friends with uh, Bill Oberst Jr. Who's in a lot of horror movies. And he's like, Oh, I want to introduce you to him. And I'm like, okay. So he walked up to him and he's like, Oh, you know, this is my friend Rhiannon. And the guy was a total asshole. And it's like, Fucker, I didn't even want to meet you, so mm. there's no reason to act like that. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, he'd be my least. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to tell you my other story about Kane Hodder. It just hit me. Oh, yeah. So this one, I was in the bathroom. I was in the stall, though, and Kane Hodder walks in there, and there's another guy in the bathroom using the urinal. Um, I don't know if Kane Hodder was standing there right next to him in the urinal, if he was in, there was a urinal in between them, but all I heard Kane Hodder was say, hey, dude, nice cock, and I started dying. <laughs> I was like, Wow. <laughs> And so I would ask, I asked Henry and Rob, I was like, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. They go, what would you guys do in that situation if he says that to you? And both of them joking around, like, I'd ask him if he wants to sign it. <laughs> I was just like, wow. You want to tattoo it? <laughs> I would, but I, I, I would, I just laughed my ass off so hard. I was like, would you tell anybody if he's, you know, even if he's not standing right by, I was like, would you tell anybody? They're both like, yeah, it's Kane oh, Hot. Yeah. It, the thing was, they were like, yeah, it's Kane Hodder, so it's not gay. I was like, well, I guess that's right. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> that's awesome. I'd have been like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but that guy, like, that right there just put him up there for me. I was like, this guy is so awesome and, like, personal. He's, like, one of the guys, which is cool. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are like that, but you don't really think of them like that. Could you see him in movies? You think of them just, like, they do their movie, they sign the autographs, chat you up a little bit, and they're only doing it just because they're, you know, because they're there. But he uh-huh. really, really enjoys that. Yeah, you can tell when they like it and when they really, truly care about their fans and when they're humbled and, you know, down to earth. And you can tell when they're just there for the paycheck. Oh, another another cool person that I met was, um, when I just met him last year, Mark Patton, played in Friday the 13th Part 2. Or no, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. 
Mark, or is it Mark Patton? Yeah, he was real. He's real friendly too. He was real cool to meet. And the cool thing about meeting him was uh, he has the original. He has the glove from the actual movie. Oh, that's cool. And he would he was letting us like pick it up and hold it and all that. But then like he would take a picture of with us, you know, acting like he was cutting us with the glove or whatever. But that glove is pretty damn heavy. <laughs> like, it looks heavy. It's not like like the replica ones. It's it's heavier than that. Like the blades are really metal. That, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Probably really dangerous too. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Yeah. You could actually kill somebody in with the it. wrong hands. <laughs> yeah. I want to meet Robert Anglin so bad, but I heard that he's retiring and not doing it anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but unless it's just, he's not doing the Freddie makeup anymore. He's that he's not doing like, even with the, um, with the photo ops, you know, people go downstairs wherever they go to take. It. He doesn't. He doesn't do the makeup for that anymore. He'll just take the picture, probably hold a glove or something. Oh uh, well, that would work too. But <laughs> just getting his autograph would be, especially if, you know, you're a big Freddy fan, so that would be cool. You might though. Oh, that would be amazing. Like just him, you know, because he was in Wishmaster. He's in all kinds of shit, and I just I love him as an actor. Yeah, he's he's something. <laughs> yeah. So. Back to this movie real quick. What would you rate this movie from, oh, man. I don't even know what the, what the heck was that book called? Necronom- uh, the Necro- Necronomicon? Yeah, how many Necronomicons would you give this movie out of 10? How many Necronomicons? Um, well, since it's one of my favorites, and it's just, it's always been a classic to me, and I love it, I would give it a 10. There was, you know, some of the acting sucked, of course, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's Bruce Campbell. If Bruce Campbell's in it, it has to be a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that, I love him. <laughs> and so I'm, I give it a 10. You give it a 10? I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an 8. And <laughs> it was, a, it was a really, really good movie. And the act, as far as the bad acting goes, I'll say two things. One, with horror, I don't, I don't expect, you know, Oscars or whatever that award is acting acting in the horror movies uh-huh. and then two for its time because it was back in the 80s so it was way different then all acting was probably bad back then it it, it, was. it was great I love the comedy in it I love horror comedy I love the comedy in it I just it just worked well for me this movie mm-hmm. yeah I and, loved it I loved all of it and it's like and they just they got better too. So like once you watch number two and Army of Darkness, you're like, oh shit, you can just see the difference in budget. Yeah. And then even Bruce Campbell got better as act you know, as an actor. Cause he was kinda you could tell it was his first film, and then he gets better and he gets better, and then Ash versus Evil Dead, the series, he is like amazing. Nice. <laughs> He's so funny. I'm definitely have to go through all of those because you both told me. And a couple of my other friends told me, so I'm definitely going to have to go through those. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll love those them. Up. Okay. Yeah, I'm sticking with the 10. Sticking with the 10. <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to talk you out of it. That's cool. That's the that, This will be the third 10 on here. The first one was uh, my brother Rob. He gave Jaws a 10. I gave uh, Never Hike Alone a 10, and this is our third 10 now. Wait. Nothing wrong with that. And I already know the answer to, this, to these next two questions, but I'm going to ask them anyways. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> would you rec- would you recommend this movie to anybody who hasn't seen the um, movie and would you rewatch this movie? Which of I Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it to everybody and I I would of course rewatch it cuz I've watched it probably about 20 times already and I even watched it today. So yes. <laughs> and I'm with you on both of those. And then um would you change anything about this movie if 
anything, what would you change? I don't know if I would really change anything. I think it played out really well, you know, the way they did it. Um, I mean, even like the, you know, the way they, you know, I guess they weren't really kills, but they kind of were. Yeah. I mean, even like the, the order they kind of went in, you know, it was, it was good. So it just really, and like what, you know, again, what, what they had to work with back then, they did awesome with it. So I don't think there was really much to change. I agree. I'm actually with you on that. Like, I don't, I wouldn't change. I know I didn't give it a 10, but I still wouldn't change anything about it. I feel like everything they did kind of worked and flowed together. The movie, mm -hmm. it didn't go slow either. Like once the action started, it didn't stop. <laughs> there was always something yeah. crazy going on or something funny. I loved, oh my goodness. I actually like this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. It's good. When she, it's, it's like shit though. As soon as Cheryl was like up in the air and talking a demonic voice, I would have been out of that damn door. I would have been out of there a lot. As soon as the girl came back talking about the tree touched her, I would have left. I would have been yeah. like, okay, it's, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. we want to stay. I'd leave it too. I'd be like, yeah. I bet you did get raped. Let's go. Even <laughs> yeah, I, again, even if it wasn't a tree, if it was a person out there doing that, I don't want to stay there and find out what the hell is going on. I'm like, let's just go. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, we need to leave. Our car's not going to go over the bridge. Fuck it. We will hike. Yes, and leave that stupid book. <laughs> yeah, idiots. Always touch. That's another thing. People are always touching shit that aren't supposed to be touching. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have went down in the basement had I gone down there. I seen them open that book, uh, and then they're playing the, the tape or whatever. You hear that voice? Uh, listen, it's time nope. to leave. I'm leaving. Yep, that shit would have been like, I broken <laughs> that thing. Hell no. Well, my mom was funny too. Cause, um, we're really superstitious cause, uh, we're Hungarian and we just, you know, grew up with all that weird shit. And, um, like even in books, if there's anything in a book where they're talking in a different language, you know, mm -hmm. you, we, we always skip past it. We don't read it. Or like if there's weird words in movies, we try not to listen to it. Cause you just have that weird thought. Like what yep. if I'm actually reading something that's, <laughs> I don't blame you. Like there, I know there's people that mess with those Ouija boards. So, nope. Oh yeah, I'll you, never do that again. I'll never do it in the first place. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, you know, just hanging out with some friends. If they pull that out, I'm just gonna get up and like, you know, what? it's time for me to go. Yeah, that and, shit is scary, and it's funny because I was told not to do it, and I did it, and I was like, oh my god, it was horrible. I don't like have strong beliefs in demons and all that, but I don't want to find out if I should have them or not. So I'm not. I wouldn't even mess with that. Like, <laughs> Someone's yeah. like, hey, you want to mess with smart, this? Stay away from yep. it. <laughs> like, no, I, I thought we were coming over here to play board games, not play with this damn thing. No, I'm going home, yeah. lose my number, <laughs> delete yeah. me off Facebook, forget where <laughs> I live. Because I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not coming into this house of evil anymore. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> There's just, you know, certain things. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm right there with you. Oh, this is, a, this is a fun podcast. I'm definitely going to have to get you on here again. Hell yeah. That, yeah, this is fun. So, so I will come on anytime you want. That's awesome. That's awesome. I got one more question, and that okay. is, uh, well, actually, it's not even a question, kind of. Two horror movies coming from any time that you would recommend people to watch. Any two horror movies. Any two. Okay, Terrifier is definitely. Yes. That's. That's one of my number ones right now. So Terrifier. And then oh, it's so hard because it's like, <laughs> you know, we're talking about Evil Dead and I love Evil Dead. But then, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, that's always one that I always and, and the first one, the first mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. So those are those are my ones I always go to. But um, are you familiar with uh, Mitchell Altieri and the Butcher Brothers? I'm and not. They did, oh, those are some good ones, too. So they did um, one called The Violent Kind. And then they, 
uh, Mitchell did one called um, The Night Watchman. Okay. And The Night Watchman is a newer one, and I think you'd really like it. It's a horror comedy, but that one was pretty good. So I've been recommending that one lately, too. Nice. I mean, you should, um, if, when you get a chance, when this is done, if you can email me those, because I'll definitely check those out. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because I think you'd like them. And I've been championing Terrifier on so many different freaking episodes, so I guess I'll switch it up. I'm going to go with something. I'm going to say, if you guys haven't seen it, thanks killing. It's hilarious. It's a killer turkey. It's on. You can even watch it on YouTube. That's actually how I. That's actually where I watched it. But thanks, killing. It's a. It's a killer turkey that kills a bunch of people, and it's. (laughs) It's just hilarious. And they made part. It's. They made the first one, and then they made part three, which I haven't seen yet. There's no part two. I have no idea why. I think it was just like a joke, but there's no part (laughs) two. There's one in three, and I. I love the freaking movie. It's so cheesy. Like that, it's just it's so bad that it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's good and you're gonna really enjoy it. It has its gory parts and it's just it's one of those freaking horror movies you're gonna put in and just watch and laugh. Okay, I'll have to watch it. So thanks, killing. Thanks, killing, and um, shit, I might as well say thanks, killing three. <laughs> just I haven't seen it yet myself. <laughs> But it, those it, count as one. <laughs> it's like the same, the same franchise. Those count as one. Pick another one. <laughs> All right, I got one. I'm actually supposed to be doing a podcast on this one next Friday, I believe. The movie Clown. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, but shit! I, yeah. I've heard it was. I've actually heard it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one yet, so I want to see that. So I'll say, Thanksgiving, one in three, and Clown. Go see okay, those. Yeah. Yeah, Clown is good. That's the Eli Roth one, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. Okay, yep. so I'm definitely going to have to check that one out. And then yeah. last part is any anything you want to plug social media-wise, anything movie-wise you want to plug? Um, yeah, so like I was saying before, um, Christopher Inlow Entertainment. Um, we, we're going to be having a few projects coming up, um, but he's in association with Voorhees. So definitely follow Voorhees. Um, my social media is zombiebarbie13 on Instagram. And then that has some of like my projects that I'm doing. And then also a link to a short film I did called Selfie. Um, and then with Christopher Inlow Entertainment, we're involved in a few different things. So right now we're doing, it's a short film called I Am Eric Kastner, which he was the writer of The Parent Trap. Nice. And so it's kind of off, it's off horror topic, but it's a cool thing to check out because um, it's Walt Disney Pictures Approved mm-hmm. from Family, and it's Family Film Productions. And so it's a documentary on the parent trap. So if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, then you can definitely check it out. But um, other than that, just just my Instagram, zombiebarbie13, and that has all my updates on there. That's awesome. That's definitely awesome. And um, when you get another thing, when you get a chance, all that stuff, you do, everything you just plugged, if you email it to me, and then when this episode comes out, I'll put it down in, you know, with the description stuff that I do. I'll put okay. the links down in there for Perfect. you. Perfect. Oh, I also have a um, show. I completely forgot about it. I have a show on YouTube. It's um, Sideshow Horrors. And so we kind of do – it's not so much um, – like critiquing the films it's just showing like scenes from our favorite films and then me and my my friend is actually a uh, voiceover artist so like we banter and we laugh and he does sound effects and we just nice. we fuck with each other through the whole thing so it's fun nice hey 
open invitation. If he ever wants to come on the podcast, he's more than welcome. Oh, he would. Hell yeah, you'd have fun with him. That's awesome. That's yeah. Any horror fans, this is an open invitation. Yes, you're welcome on this podcast. I <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this has been fun. So, so thank you for having me on here for sure. It oh. was it was awesome. Anytime. Thank you for coming on. And I guess I'll wrap it up now. You guys know where to find me. Horror with Sir Sturdy on Facebook. Horror underscore with underscore Sir underscore Sturdy on Instagram. And HW underscore Sir underscore Sturdy on Twitter. I'm sorry those names are a little bit different, but with Instagram and Twitter, they get weird and only let you do so much. Yep. <laughs> and, hey, if you have any movie horror movie recommendations you want to review with me or you want to hear me and one of my guests or many co-hosts review, horror with Sir Sturdy, horror with Sir dot Sturdy at gmail.com. You can send me your recommendations there, fan-made films there, all that. Send it there, and I'll get to it. And... Again, thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Henry, I know you're not on right now, but thank you again for coming on. <laughs> Helping me out <laughs> with this, this podcasting thing, being one of my co-hosts. It was and, nice to meet Henry, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, a, he's a huge, huge horror fan, too. He knows, he knows his stuff. We'll get him on right. here again for a full episode. Oh, yeah. But I yeah, guess... Definitely. Oh, go ahead. Um, but yeah, I'll send you over those movies I was telling you about. All right. I'm going to close. Then... Don't, um, don't hang up yet. I'm going to close this out, and then we can discuss that part. Okay, perfect. So again, thanks, everybody, for listening, and as always, I'll see you.